Hi guys, welcome back to the But You Haven't Seen My Bookshelf podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Kindle Unlimited book recommendations. I also did a YouTube video on this if you're more of a visual person. There's a YouTube version of this that just came out yesterday. If you're more of an audio version, doing a whole podcast over it. So if you want to listen on your drive to work or whatever, we have this for you. I have 10 different Kindle Unlimited recs for you today. Each of them is for a specific like romance trope. So these are all romance recommendations. I have a beach read, mafia, brother's best friend, spicy, second chance, interconnected series of like, I wrote tomfoolery. I I just meant you're going to giggle a lot, basically. Marriage of convenience, age gap, slow burn, and then enemies to lovers, but it's not really enemies to lovers. It's more like dislike to lovers. Because when I think enemies to lovers, I think you're at each other's throats and you both absolutely hate each other. But this book, it's it's more they just like dislike each other. And then one of them actually kind of has a thing for the other, but the other thinks they hate each other. It's a miscommunication at the same time, you know, but that's okay. Before we get into that, we're going to do my what this week. What I'm reading right now, I'm currently reading Keep Her or Keeping Her Safe. I need to look up who the author of this is. Okay, someone recommended me this when I was asking for like bodyguard and the night agent type vibes. If you've seen the night agent on Netflix, it is freaking iconic. I've talked about it all the time. Okay, I love it. And now I'm watching SWAT because I, I love anything organized crime and anything. SWAT isn't like bodyguard, but back to the night agent, he like kind of becomes a bodyguard, the main character, because the girl... In, in that show, I mean, she's under attack, basically, and she's in danger. And so the night agent, whatever his name is, I don't remember names well, he's like protecting her. Okay, so I, I mentioned on Instagram a while back, I need book recommendations for similar vibes. Someone said Keeping Her Safe by QB Tyler. And I was like, all right, let's do it. This past week, I was like, okay, well, I need I need a bodyguard vibe, okay? I was missing Twisted Games. If you haven't read Twisted Games, it's very popular. Very popular book talk book. I think it's worth the hype. I thought it was freaking incredible. This gives me the same vibes as Twisted Games. The MMC is the bodyguard for the girl. And he's like been her bodyguard for five years before anything happens. And there's this tension there, but like she's dating someone. So no one ever, well, like she kind of acted on it. The tension that's there and the mutual attraction and he like put her down, put, that's bad wording. He didn't put her down. He like turned her down. That's better. When I think put her down, I think like, never mind. We're not, I think dog getting killed. Okay. He like turned her down. She started dating someone for years. And so that tension kind of, it didn't go away, but they obviously left each other alone. Then they break her and her boyfriend break up. And then it's like, oh my God. Okay. This has been five years of tension pushed under the rug. Let's do something about this. The male main character. I need to look up their names. When I say what I'm bad with names with books, I mean I am bad with names and books. I, I never remember anything. I also have a really shitty memory. Keeping her safe. You probably hear me typing right now. Oh my goodness. Where is it? By QB. Why is it not pulling up? Q. I had to remove my Goodreads from my Kindle 
Because every time, well, I'm saying that because it used to, when I would read a book on my Kindle, it would automatically tell my Goodreads account, oh, what, Heather's reading this or Heather stopped reading this. But anytime I would exit out of a book, it would automatically tell my Goodreads that I had finished reading the book. When I didn't, I was just getting out of the book to maybe go read another because my mind's all over the place sometimes. So it didn't, or it, now it doesn't automatically tell my Goodreads when I start reading something. Uh, guys, I can't find it. W whatever. The names aren't important. What I am going to say, the interaction between the two characters, it's hot and it's already spicy. And I'm only like 35% into the book and I'm loving it so far. You do need to check the trigger warnings because there is something really heartbreaking that happens at the beginning. So check the trigger warnings, but I recommend it. Probably going to finish it all today because I have been missing Mr. Reese Larson and this is filling that void a little bit. What I'm listening to, I'm not listening to any books actually at the moment. I thought I was. I still didn't finish The Locked Door. My library actually took it away from me a day early, mind you, and I didn't get to finish it. I'm probably going to just download that book on Kindle Unlimited and read the rest of it because I'm not, I think I have to wait a few weeks to get the audiobook back and it's not something I liked enough to where I would buy the audiobook and I don't want to wait. So I'm probably just going to read the rest of it on Kindle Unlimited because I want to know the plot twist and I need to know who the bad guy is in that book. That book's by Frieda McFadden and it makes my anxiety, my heart is like already accelerating at the moment thinking about it. She's got a book for every situation today. Every situation. We're going to start with Beach Read and not Beach Read by Emily Henry. I mean, a Kindle Unlimited book that you should read on the beach or if you're in a beachy vibe. The book is Our Scorching Summer by Kelson Denise Stone. This is a friends to lovers romance book. I, w I was going to say it's slow burn, but I don't think it's really slow burn. The two main characters are Nico and Lily. Nico is a rich boy. He is going to travel for the summer and he's like, Lily, you should come with me. And Lily's like, no, she's trying to, in they're both trying to instill these strict boundaries that they've set between them. There's this tension between them, but they, they need to remain friends. Nico's brother is married to Lily's best friend. So really, if, if they do anything together and then they fuck up their relationship, they have to see each other to the end of time, or at least until the brother and her best friend get divorced. Because I mean, they're going to see each other and everything. They're always going to be around. So they're like, this tension's here. We're not going to do anything about it. Nico's going and traveling for the summer. And Lily just lost her job. She doesn't have school for a while. Nico's like, come with me. She's like, no. One, boundaries. Two, I don't have the money. Nico lies to her and he's like, I have an extra plane ticket. My buddy was supposed to take it, but you can take it now. In reality, he bought a freaking plane ticket for her. And they're like going overseas somewhere. And he's like, I have this free plane ticket. This man bought it because he wants her to come so bad. She ends up going and they travel together for the summer. What the hell do we think is going to come out of that? I mean, it's forced proximity. They're staying in a hotel. They do have separate bedrooms, but at the end of the day, for, you're in close proximity with each other and you're friends with sexual tension. What the fuck do you think is going to come out of that? I think they're going to fuck. What do you think? They do. Friends to lovers. I mean, it finally hits the edge. The tension is like, is my cat scratching my carpet? I can hear her. Olive. So sorry. My cat was destroying my rug. So I had to go yell at her. I'm back. What do we, I don't remember exactly where we were at, but the tension eventually snaps and then they eventually get together. 
like any good romance book. The spice in this book was incredible. It was a very fun read. I rated it four stars. Free on Kindle Unlimited. It's a part of an interconnected standalone series. I mentioned that Nico's brother is married to Lily's best friend. That those that couple is in the first book. It's called Water Under the Bridge. I haven't read that one, so I don't have anything to say about it. And you can read this one as a standalone, and you should. Next up, we have Mafia. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and do Mafia. Okay, my Mafia recommendation. Let me preface by saying this is a fun book recommendation. Is it good? Is it grand? Kind of. Not really. Is it wat patty as hell? Yes. But you know what? You're supposed to have fun with it, so you should. Oh my god, there's a man. There's a man. Hold on one second. What the fuck? What is going on with these interruptions? Um, this man just dropped off an edible arrangement at my house because someone thought it was my birthday. It was my mother's birthday yesterday. And I just got an edible arrangement for it. That scared the shit out of me because I sit at my front window when I record this and this man just walks up to my porch kind of out of my blind spot. He like knocked in rhythm to something and I open the door and he's like, happy birthday. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? I didn't say that. I was kind. I was like, hello. That was a very strange interaction. Okay. Did I take my phone out of here? I did. I got to grab my phone. I'm just going to leave it recording. You know what? Give me a second. Oh my gosh, what is going on? Mafia, the perfectly imperfect series. This is a ongoing series. I believe there's six or seven books out and it's going to be an eight book series. I started reading this because I asked on TikTok a while back at the beginning of this year, if someone could recommend me a book where the, it was a single dad, but he was morally gray and he would kind of do anything for his child. That's the vibe of the first book in this series. Every book after that, it kind of touches on a different trope, but the, at least the first book, that's what I remember. I think the second book is arranged marriage. Third book is like, oh, what does he have? There's some, a lot of PTSD, not from war, but maybe from being in the military or something. Every single man in this mafia series they're off their rocker a little bit. Like if we saw them in person, we would be like, oh my God, I need to run away from you. But while we're reading this little fictional book, we're like, oh, he just offed one person. That's kind of hot. He did it for the people he loves. He He's doing it for good reasons. And this is fiction, so it's okay. But let me tell you, if we saw any of these men on the streets, we'd be like, run. But it's a fun, very fun series. Um, no literary masterpiece. I think I rated each book around three, three and a half stars. And some people are like, three stars? We're not going to read that because you rated it three stars. That's so low. Listen, if I read a book and it was no literary masterpiece, but I, I giggled at least more than five times, then it gets a three star rating. And that was the case with all of these books. Next, we have Brother's Best Friend. Done and Dusted by Lila Sage. Oh, also, I will be adding all of these books in the show notes. Someone very kindly asked me to start doing that. And that is great. I don't know why I didn't think about doing that previously. So all these books and the authors, it will be in the show notes for you. Brother's Best Friend, Done and Dusted. I read this book last month. I talked about it in my wrap up last month. This book is under 300 pages, which is great. It gets straight to the point. It jumps straight into it. All of us who have brothers, I have a brother. 
I need him to find a, a hot friend for me to fall in love with, okay? Because this is exactly what us with brothers who are hopelessly alone deserve. The two main characters in this book are Emmy. Her real name's Clementine. If you think that's cheesy, you're probably right, but I thought it was freaking cute. And Luke Brooks, I believe that's his name. Emmy is a famous barrel racer. She comes back into town after her life is kind of going to shit. And she wants to kind of just like recollect herself, right? She comes back into town. She runs into none other than Luke Brooks at the local bar. Which, mind you, he owns the local bar. And she didn't know that. She didn't know... Well, she came back into town and she didn't expect him to kind of have his life together. Not that he's perfect. Not that he understands everything that's going on in life. But he's not a teenage boy anymore. He knows what he's doing now. She comes back into town. She goes to the bar. She runs into him. She's like, holy shit, you're hot. And you're not a train wreck. And you're like, why are you giving me butterflies? What is going on here? Luke sees Emmy and he's like, holy crap, you're hot. And I'm feeling these things that I've never felt before. And I don't know what's going on. And then you know what? Then they go to later on or they become friends kind of. And he helps her out with a struggle she's struggling with. And he's the only one who knows about this struggle. He's like, what is this? What, what, what is happening? And she's like, I haven't told anybody. Oh my God. Like, shut up. Tell me more. Let me read more. This book was great. I rated it four and a half stars. Kind of gave me cowboy romance vibes at the same time. Well, it definitely is cowboy romance vibes. You should read it. It's great. Next, we have Spicy. This is also another book that I talked about last month, but I promise this is the last one that I talked about in my monthly wrap up from last month. Minx by Sophie Lark. This, there's a bunch of different tropes in this book, but the main focus we're going to, or the main trope that we're going to focus on is spicy. It is so, so spicy. Even a little kinky. If you like that, I recommend it. I rated this book four and a half stars, maybe even five stars. I need to process it a little bit more, maybe even do a reread. I loved it so much. The two main characters are Ramsey and Blake. Ramsey is the MMC. Blake is the FMC. Blake is a sex worker. She does her job in Wall Street, kind of in the big money scene. And she only takes three clients at a time. And they're all always rich men of Wall Street. Well, she meets Ramsey. And Ramsey's like, I want to be your client. But I want to buy all three spots. And I want to be your only client. And she's like, whoa, man, boundaries. I don't just take one client. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, yes. Anyways, Ramsey becomes one of her clients. And, you know, it goes off from there. The thing I love the most about Sophie Lark's books is they're not only spicy, but they're also like she's normally writing about very intelligent characters. And spice and intelligence, let me tell you, that will do it for me. My favorite books are when it is spicy and it is intelligent ass characters. And that is the case for this. Next, we have enemies to lovers, but more dislike to lovers. And it's the 60-40 rule. I don't remember the author, but I'll put it in the show notes. I think it's like Ellie something wild, maybe. This book, I'm not calling it enemies. It's, it's considered an enemies to lovers romance, but they're not at each other's throats. You know, the girl, I believe her name is, is it Jude and Theo? Those are the main characters of this book. I'm asking you guys, but you can't respond. I think it's Jude and Theo. If I'm wrong... I apologize. They both, or at least Jude thinks that Theo does not like her at all. She works as a designer and she's designing a restaurant for Theo. And the entire time she's like, he hates me. I don't like him. I don't like him at all. 
you know? And Theo, on the other hand, is like, I'm kind of obsessed with her. Like, it goes to his POV because it's dual POV. And he's like, I kind of, like, I like her a lot. And he's not giving off vibes that he likes her a lot. Like, he is, he is giving off vibes that he does not like you, you know? And she is valid in her thought process because there's no communication between them at all. And she's like, he hates me. She's designing this restaurant for him. There is a forced proximity, either one bed or, like, same room hotel kind of trope in this book. Somewhere they have to travel somewhere later in the book to go look at something for the design process in like a different city and they get stranded. I don't remember. There was maybe a storm or there was traffic or something. And then they're like, oh my God, we can't go home. So we have to get a hotel. We have to get, a ho we're soaking wet and we have to get a hotel. And it kind of brings them together a little bit. And then it pulls them apart and then it brings them together again. This is a very fun read. I rated it like three and a half stars. If you just want to like giggle a little bit, you know, and read about a man who's kind of obsessed with this woman, but he's not giving off any of the vibes that he likes her. And she's just like, we hate each other. Then you should read this book. Second Chance Romance. The book I'm going to recommend for Second Chance Romance is a part of an interconnected standalone series. It's the third book in it, The Edens by Daphne Perry. No one likes this book. The reviews are ass. Everyone I speak to does not like this book at all. And you know what? That's okay because I like it. And that's all that matters. I rated it five stars. I liked it so much. And it's Garnet Flats, again by Devney Perry. The two main characters in this book, Foster and Talia, they dated in college. And while I believe Foster is some sort of like MMA or fighter and Talia, she's a doctor. And she was in school when they met, they dated. They broke up because Foster started dating and got married to her best fucking friend. And you're like, Heather, whoa, 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 whoa. Everybody just gasped. You're like, how are we going to forgive this man? What is the groveling process going to be like? Because it's going to be, it's going to have to be intense. Because what the fuck? No, literally. He comes back because Talia now lives in her small town, fast forwarding to the future. And he's like, hi, Talia. And she's like, get the fuck out. Goodbye. Talia's like moved on. Well, at least moved on enough. She's like done thinking about him. And he like randomly pops in and he's like, hi. And she's like, what are you doing here? Leave. But he sticks around. And there's a bunch of plot twists throughout this book. Not like plot twists that contribute to the plot intensely, but plot twists in a way where things pop up in Foster's life. Where you're reading it and you're like, how are we going to forgive this man? And I remember while I was reading it, I genuinely felt angry on Talia's behalf. But by the end of it, I was like, I mean, it's a romance book. We all know how it's going to end. By the end of it, I was like, I love him. I need them to be together. But throughout it, I was like, what the hell is going on? And I think I hate him. Again, the reviews on this book, bad. So you may not like it, but I liked it. So I'll recommend it. Next, we have Interconnected Series of Tom Foolery. Just a series, I've recommended this before, probably maybe twice on this podcast, because I just think it's so fun. The Bootleg Spring Series by Lucy Score and Claire Kingsley. It's a small town romance series, but the thing I like the most about it is it also has a hint of crime in it. And there's like a murder missing person type situation that you, it's like revealed in the first book and it unravels and unpacks and becomes juicier with each book that focuses. So each book, whoa, my brain just started moving too fast for my mouth. Each book obviously focuses on two different main characters, interconnected standalone series, like I said. But in each book, the murder is like unraveling and unpacking a little bit more in each. So if you read the first one, you're going to want to read the next five because you, and you're especially going to want to read up until the last one because you're going to want to know 
what happens with the situation. I love when romance books have another thing going on because most of the time, and I know for some of these books, there's no third act breakup. There's like another conflict because there's another situation happening. And I love that so much. I recommend the series. Lucy Score, I've never read Claire Kingsley's books other than this one, but I've read most of Lucy Score's books and I love them. They're just very enjoyable, fun, and easy reads. And they're great. Next, we have Marriage of Convenience. My book recommendation is My Dark Romeo by L.J. Shen and Parker S. Huntington. My Dark Romeo, you know, it follows the the FMC. Oh, why can't I remember her name? I don't remember her name. I know his name is Romeo. Duh, it's a given. I mean, it's called My Dark Romeo. And of course, his name has to be Romeo, which is kind of cringy. But bear with me. This is a fun read, okay? The FMC is a sheltered rich girl from the Deep South. I'm from the South. The Deep South is a little bit different, okay? They're probably... If you're from the Deep South and you're from a wealthy family, you're definitely having a cotillion, okay? You're definitely having a cotillion. You definitely are probably a part of a very intense church upbringing where you're like not allowed to do anything. And that's kind of the case for this girl. The first interaction between her and Romeo in the beginning, I'm like, oh my God, stop, make it stop. Because I know people who have grown up like her. And the thing that happens in the first couple chapters I know that the people in, because I, I mean, while I'm not in the deep south, I am in the south. And I do know of people who have grown up the same way as the FMC. And so me thinking of how this affected her and her family and not how it affected her, how they let them affect them. This is, I'm literally talking in a circle here. This is not making any sense. It's not making any sense because you don't know what I'm talking about. So let's start over. There's a situation that happens at the beginning of this book that makes them have to get married. And that situation, I was like, really? No. No. That's it. End of story. They have a horrible marriage. They don't like each other. They even hate each other. After their wedding day, the FMC like takes his credit card because Romeo's a rich man and he's not giving her any attention after they get married. And she spends a fuck ton of money. And I've never loved her more in that book than when she went on a shopping rampage. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, you're not paying any attention to me. I got to do something. And then later in the book, she's in, not the library, she's in the bookstore. And he's like, we have to leave. And she's like, I'm not done yet. And he's like, we have to leave. So they leave. But then later on, he buys her every single book that she touched in the store and didn't have time to buy because they had to freaking leave for some reason. And he bought her every single book and like left it in her room for her. Isn't that cute? Isn't that sweet? Isn't that what we all hope and dream for? Isn't not me about to, to get tears in my eyes because it's so cute. Even though they still hated each other at that moment, quote unquote hated. But he's like, no, I like you enough. I'm going to buy you all these books because I care deep down. I'm not going to show you any of my feelings and I'm going to growl at you. Roar all the fucking time because that's what it says. Like every chat he growled at her. But I am going to be a little sweet. I'm going to buy you all these books. I'm not making any sense today, but that's okay. Two more left. We have Age Gap, A False Start. I've also talked about this book on my podcast before. This is by Elsie Silver. And it is also Brother's Best Friend. But I am putting it under Age Gap because it is a 14-year age gap. The girl is like in her early 20s and he is like in his late 30s. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm 23. A 37-year-old man. Did I do the math right? I did the math right. That's... That's not old 
But that's an age gap. And let me tell you, Griffin, the MMC in this book, he is a grumpy ass man. And like I said, it's also brother's best friend. And his best friend is his age. So of course, he's going to put off his feelings for most of this book. Because could you imagine being 37 and explaining to your best friend that he has feelings for his for his sister that's in their younger 20s? Like th- that conversation, I can't even imagine. And I know in the book, I don't even remember if it went well. But that isn't that is an age gap, man. But it works. They're so cute. They're like a grumpy sunshine couple in this book. And when I say grump, Griffin is, I wanted to punch him multiple times during this book. But the way they handled their, or the way Elsie handled their relationship was so well written. And it wasn't weird at all. Like I didn't feel weird for it being that big of an age gap. This is a part of the Gold Rush Ranch series. A lot of people have read the Chestnut Spring series by Elsie Silver. If you haven't read the Gold Rush Ranch series, I believe this is the second or third book in it. You should read it. It's just as good. And it was actually the series that I read before I read like Flawless and Heartless and all those books. Recommend it. One more recommendation. The last rec we have is a slow burn. And it's from Luke Off With Love. This book was popular on TikTok a couple years ago. Kind of went viral. We're bringing it back because it's that freaking good. From Look Off With Love is about two ice skaters, Ivan and Jasmine, and they have to become partners, but they hate each other. Or at least she thinks they hate each other. Kind of the same situation of the 60-40 rule. Ivan is a little bit indifferent, but he's not giving off any vibes that he doesn't hate her. So the whole time she's like, we hate each other. And they have to skate together and be partners and be in forced proximity a little bit and make it work. Because there's a competition. I don't know what kind of ice skating competition. I don't know the technicalities of that sport. But what I do know is there is forced proximity. There is banter. There is a nick. I mean, he calls her meatball. That's the nickname. And the whole time she's like, he calls me meatball. And I'm like, he calls you meatball. That's kind of endearing. Listen, if a man ever called me meatball, I'd probably cry. I am actually a very sensitive person. However, while I'm reading this book, every time he says meatball, I can't help but feel... Mm, it warms my heart a little bit, you know, if I'm being honest. When I say slow burn, I mean, like any good Mariana Zapata book, they don't kiss until like the last chapter. So don't go into it expecting much because it is just a bunch of tension for a lot of pages. Is it worth it? Yes. Do you have to hold out for a borderline fade to black scene? Yes. Still worth it though. Still worth it. And those are all my recommendations for today. All my Kindle unlimited recs. I will definitely have more coming to you in the future because I read a lot on Kindle Unlimited. If you read any of these and you like them, let me know. If you read any of these and you hate them, don't let me know. Don't let me know. Again, I'm sensitive. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast episode and I will see you guys next week. Bye!